Well, hello, everyone. This is Tommy, World at War Comics, and we have another fantastic guest for you. But before we get into that, we need you to hit that subscribe button. We need you to hit that ring bell. That way you are notified every time an amazing interview gets dropped. Um, today, our podcast is brought to you by Cien Chili's, the best hot sauce you could buy. Go to C-I-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-S.com. Use comics at checkout and save 15% off your entire order. It's delivered right to your door. Love this hot sauce. I think you will too. Um, and then don't forget about our good friends over at Comic Crusaders, the best in comic book reviews, movie reviews, music reviews, and even a podcast where they interview some of the top talent in all of comics. All right, without further ado, our next guest is creator, writer, Pat O'Malley. Right now, the six-part series of Pop Stars is available. All you have to do is go to uh, Punching um, Publishing, Punch Publishing, and you can pick up your copies of Pop Stars right now. All right, without further ado, here's Pat and I. Thanks, everybody. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast of World at War Comics. Today, my special guest, Mr. Pat O'Malley. He is the creator writer of pop scars and he has something else that we could share in a moment with the partnership that he has but pat how are you doing man oh man i'm so good comic-con's coming up so i'm just like getting all my books ready and my pinky toys ready and you know the kickstarter is ending so it's yeah. just been like a lot of uh like comic focused energy which is like really good that's, that's a cool place to be in, man, when there's a lot of really positive energy around the stuff that you're doing. Even though you probably want to run through a wall, maybe, because that's a lot going on at one time. It's still, it's pretty awesome, man, that you're producing yeah. some cool stuff. Thanks, man. And moving. So it's just, yeah, it's like juggling chainsaws. <laughs> I was going to say that, chainsaws. but I was like, oh, maybe I don't want to mention yeah, that. But no, yeah, no, it's like juggling chainsaws. I'm just hoping <laughs> I catch them all. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, man. Well, I mean, let's let's jump right into it, uh, yeah. Pat. Um, I met you at the Whittier. I mean, Whittier we had been going a little fest. bit back and forth on Instagram before that, but physically standing in front of you, I was able to meet you at uh, a small little Whittier Comic-Con, which I thought was fantastic. I hope they do that again. Um, it's really yeah, me too. Community. But I had a blast um, talking to everybody there. And obviously we had some time and I was able to pick up um, Pop Scars, which is freaking amazing. I went ahead and got all six, which is the first art. And yes. I breezed through it, man. And I mean, it's so edgy. It's the story is written good. The art is awesome. And uh, the lead Thanks, character, Kinky, is pretty dope. In fact, you had one of her weapons on your table, which I thought was fair. <laughs> I have them around here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, let's let's kind of go before we jump into Pop Scars. Can we go back a little bit? I mean, how did you get into comics um, to begin with that? OK, so comics, I, you know, I had an uncle who gave me his Silver Age comic collection, okay? And then I had another uncle who would take me to, like, gas stations and I would pick them up off the spinner rack. Yeah. So between those two things, comics have always been part of me growing up. And then, you know, the cartoons only made that stronger. For but sure. then I moved away from it. You know, I took a break from comics and, you know, you get into different things and stuff. And I got into, like, film. I was going to be, like, a filmmaker. And I made some short films and stuff, a bunch yeah. And uh, I, I kind of pursued that for years. Yeah. And then uh, the pandemic happened. But kind of coincidentally, the same time I was going to take a break and I was going to focus on making pop scars. I, I, I was writing it, outlining it. I've read books about making comics. And I finally met an editor, Phil Smith, who helped me 
kind of put it all together, understand what it is and how to do it. Yeah. And so that the pandemic and me starting Pop Scars happened at the same exact time. Yeah. So it was actually kind of great because I could take a break from filming, just focus on this book. Yeah. And we found Santi and, you know, it just, it was a really great team, but comics I've always been into because yeah. the characters, they're so eye catching. There's something that you, you just gravitate towards them, you know, with the costumes and like, you know, Spider-Man was yeah. always one of my favorites. It's the character design, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I took some inspiration from that with Pinky. I think the character design of Pinky is, you know, totally based off some of those characters I just grew up loving, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you you were into comics for a while. You took a break. Then you're back in and you're creating comics. But in that gap, you did some film. Are there things that you learned when you were doing um, film that you were able to bring into comics? Totally. I think uh, production, like mm-hmm. managing production, yeah. uh, working with teams of people, you know, delegating, working with them, trying to get like the creative stuff going. And I think editing was a huge okay. benefit because when I look at comic pages, I see editing, I see like beats and pacing and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find what moments deserve that like bigger breath yeah. and maybe what moments you can kind of chop up and they're like little quick hits. Right. Um, so I think film editing definitely lends lended to the comic stuff. And I would storyboard uh, short films and stuff like that. So storyboarding, uh, sketching, you know, I, I designed the, the characters and I passed them to Santi. So oh. that was, you know, a strength was like, can kind of contribute to the look a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. know, he really took, took them and ran and, you know, morphed them into a whole new world. But uh, I think the film stuff definitely, lended to all of this yeah it feels like there you know it's freeze frames yeah you know, comics are just those freeze frame moments so it's just trying to capture those those yeah. perfect moments for the page you yeah. know now with the story of pop scars was it originally um an idea for a film that you moved into a comic or or you purposely created pop scars just to be a comic book um pop scars came from a, a short film so we made a film yeah. called pop okay. yeah it's like a it's a 13 minute short film it took six years to make because we shot it all gorilla gorilla style around hollywood and it's about a struggling actor trying to make it and oh. his roommate starts to get more successful and he kind of gets jealous and it kind of spirals but mm-hmm. there's no dialogue it's all weird synth music Oh, cool. And it's, it's extremely experimental. There's a lot of like uh, double layer images and really quick editing. Yeah. Um, but the thumbtacks and the Mary character with the mask and the wig um, and Mika and Heath, the actors, they were in the short film. Oh, okay. And so I pulled them out of the short film. <laughs> I felt like the short film, we told another character story and we wrapped it up. So I pulled those characters out of the short film. And then once I made Pinky up, they all fit so well together. But the story for the comic became something totally different. Okay. And really didn't have anything to do with the short film story. Yeah. Uh, It was just the world, the world building of it. Yeah. Felt like it came together in the short, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, super unique. Um, 
I have to ask, like, if someone wanted to watch Pop, like, is it available on YouTube? You could find it pretty easily, or is it kind of in a closet somewhere, and that's just a, a, a footprint in your past? You know, it's it's available on Vimeo. That issue you have, yeah, uh, this that's the self published version. On the very last page, the inside okay. back cover, uh -huh. there's a there's a link to the Vimeo oh, short film. Yeah, and you need a pass card, the passcode. The passcode is Pop Scars, no. but uh. <laughs> Yeah, you can watch the shorts. It's it's out there. Uh, yeah, it's right just, here. Yeah. Wondering what that was, and I didn't know if that was something you were doing in the future or what that was going. No, on. that's that's kind of that's kind of the birth of it all. That, that's, that's so you know, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they're very different, but you yeah, see yeah. how it kind of inspired it and and lended to some of the stuff we did. Yeah, I mean they're they're different in the story that you're telling, but they both come from the same world. Would that be correct? yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. different That's characters same world you know same hollywood same like gutters like gritty you know yeah yeah for sure you definitely get that vibe when you're reading it um for sure and i just have to tell you on issue one i mean all of them are amazing but i i don't know the quality and that i don't know what you call it it's not a foil the, gl the gloss yeah the, the gloss like the spot is gloss so amazing yeah. on this issue one that's crazy thank you that was a pain in the butt to pull off uh you know yeah it was because you know i never printed a book i never printed anything before we yeah. did a kickstarter for the first two issues okay and um it, it it was successful we we printed them the second issue we accidentally printed as a number one so there's a mis misprint on the cover i printed Is there, like, like i can see it now or not yet no i think you have uh the issue oh, I got two it. from I the sumerian one version, right yeah so that's the from the sumerian print run when they they yeah. picked it up yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, the we we I wanted them to be special. I want because yeah. I never did a comic. I wanted this to be like a really like special collector's thing. And yeah. I was finally telling the story that I had in my head for so long. So right, we right. kind of pulled out all the stops for the Kickstarter ones. That's and the awesome. gloss was like, I remember we went back and forth <laughs> about that gloss like fifteen times because they were just like, you know, we don't do that normally. And we're like, well, let's see if you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, it came out beautiful, man. Right Thank when you. I pulled it out, I'm like, whoa, this feels so much different uh, than an average comic book. That's the, and the, the the thickness of the cover. It yeah. just has like a quality to it that I I think it, it feels really like like nice and like a prestige comic. Yeah. I'm sure it's not like economical to print them all like that but yeah. for that moment it felt yeah. right you know i mean it's a great way to kind of throw your first story out to the world um because you are getting something pretty unique like that but i'm assuming your second print you're not going through all of that if you're print reprinting issue one right that's a it sounds yeah. expensive and you're probably not yeah no no we but we <laughs> ended up doing a lot of variants for pop okay. scars Nice. So we did six issues and I think there was like 21 oh, covers wow. total. So we did, I went overboard, but I just, you know, again, I was like, you know, I'm getting my comic published. Like I might as well enjoy this and, yeah. you know, get as many people yeah. to draw pinky as I could. And just like, yeah. really just like get her out in the zeitgeist or something, awesome. you know, That's the so more cool. you see her, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's so awesome, man. Um, so let's kind of dig into the story a little bit. I mean, we don't want to give too much away. Um, because I would love for people to pick this up and experience it like I did. Because I went into it not knowing anything other than that, like two sentence kind of overview that you gave me at in Whittier when we were together. Um, right. And then I dove into it, and it's like 
your two sentences were like <laughs> this, a gnat on an elephant's rear, man. Just as far <laughs> as what I thought I was getting into. And I'm reading, I'm like, holy crap, dude. This is like, one, it's very mature. So just people should yeah. know that it's a very yeah. mature comic, which I appreciate. Like, like, that's my thing. I like it. But if you're yeah. digging into this and you want to share this with kids or something like that, probably no. not a good comic for that at all. <laughs> I mean, issue two is crazy, dude. <laughs> there's yeah. A, there's a kind of a fight scene. I don't know if you call it a fight scene, but yeah, yeah the tool that was used was nuts, dude. But uh, yeah. It, it is so crazy, but it's so cool. And it it really kind of pisses you off when you're reading it. There's times where you're kind of happy that something happened. Um, so it does draw or pull a lot of different emotional Dude. strings throughout the process, which is I'm sure you were trying to do, right? Yeah, no, thank you. This is so cool to hear because I really, you know, sometimes when you put something out, uh, yeah. you don't hear it, you, people say good job, but like you yeah. don't hear about like what they liked about it. And like, sure, it's cool yeah. to hear like the, that some things we were nailing and yeah. like, that's, that was, that was hard. We, we really wanted to tell like a certain story with certain impact. And like you talk about issue two, to me, that was like the litmus test of like the series. Like if yeah. you, if you get done with issue two and you want more, you will like love this book, oh, yeah. you know? Because uh, I feel like six, man. Six yeah. is pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. I just felt like you kept having to push it, push it, push it. And I think something I love uh, about comics is like there's no barrier to yeah. what you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can push the walls and you can make them wider and test sure. things. And I think that's the fun I had in this was trying to push it, but also. I really wanted to tell a good story. I, w- I wanted the story to be first. I could have done way crazier stuff, but I felt like restraining in certain moments was the right call. And yeah, yeah. sometimes you know when you don't need to restrain and you can kind of open up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I think you did a, a fantastic job in balancing Thanks, all of those things. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it, man. It was, it's really, really good story. So let's kind of get into the story. I mean, it's just a very <laughs> overall... Um, give me the two sentences again, or three sentences, whatever it was in Whittier that got me to purchase the six issues. I, I, you know, I think it's just like, it's a Hollywood revenge story about Pinky. this like ski mask vigilante who's out to kill a movie producer, yeah. but the movie producer is her father. You're right. And that's like where it, it, the little twist that you just need, I think. Yeah. But it's also, I say, it's like, it's like the goriest soap opera you've ever <laughs> seen. You know, it's, it is kind of like a soap opera once yeah. I like kind of saw it all. Right, right. I tried to give it those moments where it's like, okay, this is not a soap opera. This is like a horror show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I, and I think if anybody's watched film, you have that kind of sleazy guy that's been part of Hollywood for a long time, and everything he does is for himself and benefits himself. Um, and if you anybody's benefiting off of him, they've had to pay a huge price in order to gain whatever they gained. And that's definitely a, a piece of this as well. And that's where the kind of the frustration came when you're reading the story. When you see the type of person um, Kincaid is, you're like, dude, man, you just you almost want to grab a bat with a, an axe on the end of it. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, walk with the uh, pinky. You know what I mean? But uh, and, and that's what. Kind of hook, that's the hook that gets you, I think, throughout the story is you realize the kind of person this is, and then you realize what she has gone through in her life. And you could really see why there's the frustration there and an anger and a bitterness toward the entire situation. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And I do like that, you know, something 
originally the book didn't open this way, but I love how the book opens on yeah. the pinky putting on the mask and saying, yeah. I'm, I'm going to kill my dad. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> all you need. Like she's going to do it. Uh, that's like, that's the story. You know, I don't, you don't need much more than that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you just want to see how it unfolds, but yeah, she, yeah. you know, she has her plan and I think he definitely deserves it uh, yeah. in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And it could have been from a bunch of different people, but I think she yeah. notices that no one's going to do anything. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is out here is everyone turns a blind eye to stuff and is happy to just keep going about their, their stuff. It's yeah. the machine out here. But I like that I was able to use her to kind of point that out and, and, and take them down a bit, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think a story like this, which in some ways is a little exaggerated, it has to be right because it is a story that you're trying to tell, but in, in that exaggeration, there's a lot of truth too. And so, you know, everything that's gone on in Hollywood the last five years, right? We all could like say, oh, oh, yeah. As you're reading this, you're like, yeah, there's there's certainly some relatability um, as you're reading the comic book, which also, I don't know, it's another hook, right? Because you want to know more. Like, what are the in, ins and outs of Hollywood? And you get kind of a little bit of a taste of that as you're reading through these issues. You get a little bit, and I think you'll get a lot more as if the story continues, which I I'm planning for it to. We hope so, man. I hope so. I, 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 I'm really excited about this like new outline I'm working on, but I, I yeah. love revealing more of that. And I think yeah. seeing how Hollywood operates when yeah. someone like Pinky is around. Yeah. I think yeah. that's exciting. Cause that's, yeah. a, that's going to be a different kind of take. And I think Pinky, you know, she was, kind of a big fish in a small pond for a second. And now she's going to be a small fish in a big ocean yeah. in like upcoming stuff, you know? That's so cool, man. Is the idea with um, pop scars to, to maybe do, you know, an, an arc at a time, right? So this is not an ongoing, you had the first arc, but there's a possibility there will be a continuation. Is the idea to maybe do another six part series? Is that kind of where you're gearing toward? I I'm playing with a bunch of different ways to break it up next. Yeah. I think uh, there's a way to break it up where you do maybe single issue, but it's longer and you focus on different characters gotcha. and then you tell a full story through mm -hmm. visiting with each of them. I think like that's a, a possibility to kind of like a, maybe a little bit longer of a one shot and okay. focus on pinky and see one yeah. with Mary and some other characters and kind of build up to a moment where then the story would pick back up in a different way. Okay. You know? So I think I ex experimenting with it a little too, instead of just going straight forward with like, okay, here's the next six issues. And then here's the next six issues. I think even experimenting with different artists yeah. and finding different vibes. Cause I think we, we were so, I choked the story cause I wanted it to be like a certain way. And, you know, we stuck with Santi and we had Lou color the whole thing, except for issue one, Santi colored. But it was like a tight team, and I, I think we just were able to get better and better as we went. Right. I right. think I think with another one, I it was a long investment though. Mm -hmm. Santi had a, years of investing in this this art project, mm -hmm. and I think maybe giving artists a little snippet to dive into, yeah. where they're that's not like all right, I have to devote three years to this. I could devote three months to this and be out, yeah. and I contributed this really cool piece to something, you know. So. Almost anthology esque, but yeah. more, but the story will still be linear. I think you know. Yeah, that's awesome, man. 
Well, congratulations, because I think you pulled it off, man. Thank you. I, I, I was always so worried. Like, are we going to land this plane by issue six? <laughs> like, are people going to buy this? Yeah, and yeah. like, is it going to work? Because it's like kind of it goes it's it's ridiculous. And, and kind of I, I, I think it works within the world. It feels yeah. like it's working, at least to me. Yeah. But, you know, I think we uh, we swung. I, I, I know <laughs> I did. I, I swung and I hope we, we hit it, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Well, maybe we could talk about a new project that currently has a Kickstarter that you have going on um, from Punch Publishing and a partner that you have um, with this new um, series, right? I don't know if it's going to be a yeah. series or it's a one-shot. It seems like it's a series, though, right? This is just going to be a graphic novel for now. We're going to okay. kind of test the waters of it. We're, like, So you will get like a complete story. Okay. And nice. I, I, think, I think it ends in a way that justifies the whole thing, but also opens up maybe a possibility to do more. Cause the, the thing with that one is also it's characters that I've worked on with a partner for 10 years. Oh, okay. so these two projects in particular are labors of love that have gone on for a long time before <laughs> anybody has seen anything. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Jurassic park core four is, you know, it's the closest thing I'll probably get to superheroes. Yeah, I don't really love writing superhero stuff, but this is like TMNT yeah. is an exception. So yeah, yeah. this is kind of our play, you know, dipping our toes in that water. But it's about, you know, dinosaurs who were crime fighting heroes and they <laughs> one day they they got a little too cocky and they failed yeah. and they let the they let the girl die and mm -hmm. they retired and, you know, became washed up, middle aged, addicted to alcohol, you know, kind of bums. Yeah. And the story is about you know, can they be heroes again? Can you try again after you've failed the most epic failure? Do you still have it in you to pick it up and be like, okay, let's give it another shot. You know, that's what I love about it. It's super goofy and crazy, yeah. but it does have heart. I think it has, you know, that's what we tried to inject in that. It was like, as creatives, we fail all the time. We get rejected all the time. So yeah. I think it's that, you know, that will to keep trying, you know, that's the, that's what the book is about. But also it's just like a crazy 90s saturday morning cartoon vibe you know cool. lots of silly jokes and I, it's different to write a comedy compared to pop scars which For is sure. like Completely. pop scars might have two funny moments in the whole book you know <laughs> uh this one has jokes all over the page you know just hiding them everywhere it's just it's it's a whole different like spectrum you yeah. know I mean, it's so different from what you've done with Pop Scars, at least just from the visuals that I've seen. Um, was it fun to kind of break away from this style of a, a story to be able to do something like that that is more comedic and fun? Yeah, I mean, the headspace you have to get into for Pop Scars is heavy. Yeah. You got to be feeling heavy and dark. I'm listening to like Nine Inch Nails, like with no <laughs> lyric, like just like heavy, fuzzy yeah. music trying to get like angry trying to get mad you know because yeah. to write that i think you need to be you need to like <laughs> fuel that up but this other one it's like so much more carefree and fun and i can just write funny jokes with my partner andy and we could just like play off each other it's it's so it's also different too to write with a partner versus pop scars i went in all on my own and yeah. really didn't want to hear any any other feedback i wanted to like have this for myself right uh but it is fun to have somebody to bounce stuff off sure. and and come up with funny jokes or funnier stuff. Um, and this one lends to that. The dinosaurs, I think, definitely lends to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is How much time is left on the Kickstarter? 
We got three days, so it's going to end on Sunday, uh, which so I'll be at Comic-Con. I, I wanted to time it with the end of Comic-Con. I thought that would be cool. Oh, People yeah. could like, you know, back it while while I'm, I'm huffing and pitching books. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so a couple more days. It's it's funded. It's doing well. Um, yeah. I'd love for more people to pick it up, though, because you always want, you know, you go through this big process to make this thing. You want to get it into as many hands as possible. Um, Absolutely. But we love it. It's super fun. Uh, totally different flavor. But I think that's what, you know, Punch Publishing is is going to do is going to kind of go a little bit all over the spectrum. I mean, I really enjoy doing like kids horror. Yeah. So I think, you know, you'll see some of that stuff right. come up. And I think working with Tyler at with Godhood yeah. um, is, is really cool because I'm going to start having an avenue to put stuff out and, and working with him on his stuff. Yeah. Um, him and I have a book coming out. I, I don't know when, but we're working on it together. It's a, it's a horror story kind of in the vein of 30 days of night meets like con air kind of thing. Nice. Um, but it's, he's just, it's just, it's fun. I think I'm finding that I just really love comics and the space and the people I'm meeting. And yeah, yeah. it just, it just feels like I'm swimming versus like drowning, you know, right, it's, right. it's good. I mean, that's, I mean, let's get a little more into the partnership. And if, if anybody's listening and they don't know who Tyler Martin is, he is the owner of Godhood Comics. He's the creator and writer of The Antagonist. Mm. Which, if you're not reading that comic book, you are missing out. You could get it yes. right now, um, you know, through Diamond. So just go to your local comic book store. They can order it for you right to the store. It is absolutely incredible. Follows a family of uh, villains right that go into kind of retirement and are pulled out of retirement for a certain reason one of the best series that you will read i mean i i picked it up on accident fell in love reached out to him we've been talking ever since because i have such an amazing respect for him um such an amazing talent and then for you who also is an amazing talent and you already know him you have this relationship <laughs> to be able to partner with godhood man i think that's freaking awesome man because I'm a big fan of Godhood comics. And when I saw that uh, uh, Jurassic uh, Park parkour four was going to be part of the Godhood family, both of you coming together, I was like, dude, this is a winner, man. Yeah. He, he's a great guy. He's, he's my, my, just my comic brother. We, <laughs> we just, I, we met a couple of years ago. I was doing my Kickstarter for pop scars. I think I saw, I saw like one image of the antagonist and I was like, what is this? Why yeah. is this? This looks so cool. Yeah. Like, is this not being published by a huge publisher? And then I reached out to him yeah. and we just became great friends. And I ended up editing uh, antagonist four five and six. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'm like so proud of those issues because I think that's where the story goes like off the rails yeah. and Oh yeah. He, he gives me the room and freedom to, to contribute. I remember there was a page where this tank and these like mercenaries are attacking the family's house. Yeah. And I had an idea and I sketched it as a double splash yeah. and he let me like pass it to the artist. And that's what we ended up going with. That's so so cool. I, I just, I love that he, he gives me that trust to contribute to his, his world. Cause the antagonist is, I, I love it. I, I and we're we were just texting about the next batch of issues yeah um because what's coming is is so good the stuff that hasn't even been released yet is 
yeah. is like really awesome. It, it, he has he found something really cool with that angle. Sure, yeah. the supervillain family that retires because they have kids, they have to go in hiding, but then they they get pulled back into it and so good man I, so, there's something there's something about that kind of story arc of of retiring and having to get pulled back that's like the yeah. dinos and yeah. and you know there's some, what is what is that that's just interesting to uh to people you know it is man it is because you you see someone it's almost a little bit of redemption um whether you're dark Knight returns or, you know yeah exactly yeah i mean you're you went out for a reason um a lot of times it's failure, right? Um, so in the case of um, the dinosaurs, right, it was on their heart, right? It seemed like it was a failure and yet they're pulled back out and it's almost like a second chance to redeem mm-hmm. yourself in another situation, right? And even from a villain standpoint, right, there is redemption to be able to come out of hiding and to be able to execute whatever you need to do at a very high level. There's almost a pride in doing that, even though it might be something evil, right? So the principle right. is the same. I think the 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 fire that's driving that is just much different, right? Right. Yeah. It's no, I think some of those some of those stories like Last Ronin and and yeah. some of those ones where it's about like the kind of washed up hero. Yeah. They they they're exciting. I like to see sure. the different takes and angles on them. I yeah. think a lot of times they're dark. I think the Dinos is pretty like bright and funny take on that. It's not yeah. very heavy. I think Tyler's though, the antagonist is a great balance of Yeah. sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's sometimes it's a family drama comedy. Yeah. But then an explosion happens and you're in the superhero action. And that's, you know, yeah, he has some, he has great characters. Yeah, he does. He does. Well, I mean, it's so awesome that uh, you've been able to come together with him and uh, man, I, 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 I'm glad that uh, it funded, um, but you still have three more days. So there's an opportunity for someone to jump in right away and be able to, uh, you know, get in there and get a piece of this, right? And you want to get in really early, right? Um, to be able to have this. I think that's what I love about Kickstarter is be able to get in very early and get something from a creator um, the first time when it was created. I think there's a lot of fun to that. And I think this version that you get probably won't be whatever ends up coming out with Godhood and these covers won't be available again. Like it's the Kickstarter is for these covers. Whatever comes next will be different. Yeah. Um so that's kind of why they're special. And there's like original art from the past 10 years yeah. that's up there. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, um for- also I, I don't know if you know the lesser known comics guys. Um but they're they're a really cool indie community. This is kind of also part of that that world of okay. it'll it'll be available through them as well. And nice. They're they're a lot of just like super talented creators in that group. Yeah. What they're doing is fun. They're building just like a cool community of, of people putting out books, supporting each other. Uh, so I just wanted to mention them because they've just been a huge help yeah. uh, as I've been doing this stuff. We're going to have them on the podcast, man, to talk about that. I mean, the, the one thing that I love about getting into comics on the indie side of it, because like you, man, I've been reading, I mean, my whole closet's full of comics. So I've been reading comics for a very long time. I'm getting old. I collect anything comic related, uh, mainly action figures, but uh um, you know, the community, when you get into the indie, for the most part, has been so amazing. Like everyone's very willing um, to support and to help in any way they can. And I love that about the community and being part of this community. Um, even meeting you, I mean, there's almost like an instant, like, 
I don't want to call it a brotherhood. It's not that deep. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I mean, you talk about meeting Tyler two years ago and look at the what's blossomed from that one-time meeting, right? And I have so many examples of that over the last couple of years. And I, I love that about indie comics, man. I, I think that's so- Yeah, cool. that's probably the best part I would say is yeah. uh, the cool people I've met who have become more than collaborators, but like yeah. true, true friends who I've gone through some crazy stuff this year. Yeah. with like losing people and it, it, that stuff's really hard to get through. But then some of these friends who I've just met through comics have been like huge support, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and I feel like I try to do the same for them when they're feeling something, something down or something. Uh, it's, it's more than just comics. It's, it's sure. like, and that's, what's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause we can always have that and connect on the comic level yeah, and, yeah. and collaborate, but it's nice to meet people who, you can talk to and you could actually be there for you when you, you need somebody, you know, that's cool. Cause it's yeah. hard to find people like that, man. It is. percent It is. Yeah. It's very difficult, very, very difficult, but yeah, for whatever reason, man, this community, at least in my experience has been absolutely. Mine amazing. too. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. I've done a couple, this is my third Kickstarter for like a book. Okay. And, and I've been like so welcomed on different podcasts and yeah, yeah. like ha having people share my stuff that I don't really even know. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. It's, it's awesome to see that stuff. It make, means a lot. Helps me feel like I, I just got to keep going, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. Agree. Um, so before we started recording, you showed me um, some figures that I'm very jealous. Oh yeah. Let's, can, let's... We, can we talk a little bit about uh, um pop scars and some of the figures of pinky that you've created and how people could purchase one of those. Um, I don't know if it's on the website. I haven't looked yet, but it's freaking amazing, man. Look at this too. That is so awesome. Is that the shoe? This is the high heel one. Yeah. High heel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> this is kind of more like the standard, standard pinky version. Yeah. That's my favorite it's weapon, by the way. I love that. The, the bat. Yeah, the bat. Yeah, that's so cool. And you you had that kind of just all the way across your table during the Comic Con, which was amazing. Dude, I I love those. I have real versions made, like that are real barbed wire and real oh, wow. axe. And I'm like, what do I do with these now? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can't I bring these to conventions. They're like an actual weapon, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome too, man. Yeah. So we have there's there's six versions of the toy. Yeah. And each toy has a different weapon, except, you know, two of them are her bat. One's like brown and one's pink. Yeah. Um, six different artists did the uh, cards, the like the toy card art. Um, I just, I got so into bootleg figures for some reason. Uh, the Like the Kickstarter I did for the Pop Scars originally, uh -huh. I did a, boot, a bootleg toy with a different designer named Retro Gimmick. Oh, cool. And we did like bootleg pinkies and, I did the art uh, for the card and yeah. it was just cool. I was like, I hadn't done toys before. And then just through doing that, I started meeting other toy designers and I ended up meeting two brothers, 1979 on Instagram. And I had him make custom dog toys for my sisters and the, the cover of the, he put them in a VHS case and it was the reservoir dogs oh, how and cool. they had like the pink and orange and white background and they were all wearing sunglasses, but he like made these little dogs with sunglasses and suits on uh, as a Christmas present. <laughs> and so he's done some cool stuff for me. He's designed like really cool toys, but this pinky uh, batch is just like awesome. Another level Another of just, level. 
Oh, so we have, you know, they're, they're not available on any website. I'm, I'm okay. selling them at the convention and then gotcha. I'm going to sell them on Instagram through whoever messaged me first. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I love it, man. I love I, it. I, I don't have a website yet. Um, yeah. I tried to make one and it just felt like it wasn't working and I kind of gave up on it. Uh, yeah, I need, yeah. I need to get one eventually though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's awesome, man. It's so cool, bro. Um, I mean, that's such a next level for a indie comic creators to have your own toy. I think everyone wants to have a toy line. I mean, like that's yeah. the dream is to have a toy line, but uh, you made it happen, man. That's so cool. There, there, you know, it's Instagram makes it so easy to meet people. This one's the, yeah. the drill one. This one's cool. <laughs> that is so cool, man. I think that's issue two, right? Is that two? This one, the, uh, the drill is issue five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Here it is. Issue five is my favorite one, by the way. Is issue really? five, issue five to me is the entire team uh oh. was in sync and i felt yeah. like my writing was at it's the best i've done in the series okay. yeah. uh i think five and six are my best work yeah. uh because i love the spread the spread of with the drill uh yeah. that was like one of my like favorite moments to put in the book yeah no, i know man let's see if we can find it here but it's it's so cool, man. The art, the thumbtack where she's in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know if I should show that. That YouTube might take a the video down. That's that's, yeah. I I it's like when you come up with these ideas, all of a sudden there's no way you can't do it. It's just like yeah. you're driven. To, you need to you need to go do that. I would yeah. come up with ideas like when I was laying down to go to sleep, and this book would just like keep me up because I would just be thinking of all this crazy stuff that's happening and wanting to write it all down, you know? <laughs> that's so cool, Pat. No, this, this is awesome, man. I'm not going to show it because I don't want to get the video taken down, but uh, man, I'm telling you, if you're watching this and you haven't picked up pop scars, man, holy crap. Um, and if you like kind of like more mature um, reading, this is so up your alley. It reminds me of something Tim Seeley would write. I don't know if mm. you um, read Tim Seeley, but you know, he has a, uh, God, what's that one uh, title? He has money, something money. And that's like another level of a comic book uh, that uh, money's, I'll think of it in a second. It'll come to my head. But, Does he uh, do Hack and Slash or what is Hack it? and Slash, which hack also and slash, yeah. there a little bit. Um, yeah. Local Man, he does Local Man, which is crazy. Local Man with Tony Fleeks, yeah. Yeah, Tony Fleeks. Um, but he has another one called Money Something. And it's a very, very adult um yeah so anyways the style only because it really pushes the envelope reminds me of something Seely would do so um, and he's an amazing guy so uh, to me i love him he's one of my favorite writers that puts you pretty high wow well th thank thank you i i i honestly i this this was i outlined this so many times yeah, yeah. uh i have notebooks filled with outlines of stuff that i we didn't even end up using yeah but i think why this this story works i think works so well is because i got so much of it out of my system before we went to do it you know i made the short film i right. cherry cherry picked out of that you know i i outlined this like insane and then it just it just kept getting better and better yeah. and better you know if you read the first version of it it would be terrible man you know yeah. <laughs> uh so i just really just kept hitting this one and really you know shaping it yeah that's yeah, awesome man well, Pat, what are we missing, man? Is there anything else that you're working on that you could share right now? Or pretty much you have the Kickstarter. It ends in three days. You're going to be at LA Comic-Con. So if you're in the Southern California area and you want to meet Pat, you want to pick up Pop Scars, 
um, or you want to get the Kickstarter, I would do it at the show, do it in front of him. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. I think if people back in front of me, they'll get like a prize or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you gotta have like a um, or something, man. That's yeah, for cool. sure. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I have, yeah, these are the main things I'm, I'm working on the, the Kickstarter, you know, I, I'll, we're going to get pop scars, the graphic novel going soon. Okay. Uh, still just figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to do more of that for sure. Yeah. And I'm working on a horror book with my wife, which is oh, really cool. Nice. It's her her first comic, her idea, but uh, that's going to be coming next year. Yeah. So I'll share more of that uh, yeah, when yeah. that's closer. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely have some more stuff, especially with Tyler. We have a lot of uh, projects coming up together. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, awesome, Pat, man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you sharing. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, man. Stars and everything else, man. I'm a backer of uh, Jurassic uh, Parkour 4. So if you're not backing, make sure you get on there and back it. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, The art looks absolutely incredible. The story sounds pretty funny. So I can't wait to get that in my hands. Thanks, man. Yeah. Ari DeCandido, Ariel Ayasi, they just killed it on the art. Andy Reynolds, co-creator, he wrote it with me. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I just want to get them in there so people know. The team. It's a good team, though. Really good team. Always a team, right? It's always a team when it comes to comics, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. Well, Pat, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on. You're welcome anytime. So the next Thank you, Tommy, man. Please, man, let me know. We'll jump on and we'll get as many people looking at it as possible. I really appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Have a good one, Pat. Appreciate you. All right. You too. See ya. Take it easy, man.